0: Good morning and welcome to starting right with danny mack i'm going to be here every monday to friday to help you get a great five minute start to your day so grab your cup of coffee sit back relax and let me help you start your day right good morning everybody and welcome to friday today of course is our friday roundup and we're going to take a look at each of our episodes from this week And I hope you hear something that's going to encourage you or make you smile just a little bit. Maybe help you get ready for your weekend. Here we go. Let's take a look back at Monday where we talked about a song from Brandon Lake called Gratitude. This song powerfully declares our gratitude to God for who he is and what he's done. And it also talks about our feeling of inadequacy and how sometimes we don't feel we have a right or an ability to come to God because, well, he is God. And he is perfect, and we are anything but perfect. So, what do you do then when you feel like worshiping God, but you also know that you've fallen way, way short of what God expected you to be and how he expected you to live in the last while? What do you do with that? Well, this song tells us it says, So I throw up my hands and praise you again and again, because all I have is a hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I know it's not much. But I have nothing else fit for a king except a heart singing, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, there really isn't much that we can do to impress God or to bring him what we think is worthy of him. But sometimes coming before God with nothing and knowing that he holds everything, that's all we can do. And you know what? That's okay. Because what he wants is our heart and what he wants is our worship. Colossians chapter 3, verse 15 says, You are called to live in peace and to always be thankful. Tuesday's episode was called Markers. For each of us, there's times in our lives where God has done something so remarkable or so powerful that we will remember it always. And those times are the markers in our lives that God wants us to remember later on. We talked about how Joshua had a very specific marker in his life. God commanded Joshua to lead the people of Israel across the Jordan River into the Promised Land. And after they had crossed the river, God spoke to Joshua in chapter 4, starting in verse 1. He said, Now choose 12 men, one from each tribe, and tell them, Take 12 stones from the very place where the priests were standing in the middle of the Jordan. Carry them out and pile them at the place where you will camp tonight. And then later on in the same chapter, in verse 21, he says, Joshua speaks to the people and says, In the future your children will ask, What do these stones mean? And then you can tell them. This is where the Israelites crossed the Jordan on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the river right before your eyes. He kept them dry until you were all across, just as he did the Red Sea when he dried it up until we had crossed over. He did this so that all the nations of the earth might know that the Lord's hand is powerful, and so you might fear the Lord your God forever. Those markers in our lives remind us of those important and powerful things that God has done. Those moments of time when God did something miraculous or powerful for you are meant to be remembered, and they're also meant to be shared to encourage our families and our friends. Wednesday's episode was called Miss Sarah. One Monday morning, Miss Sarah phoned her pastor to tell him that she was about to quit the church because there were so many sinners there. There were people who were texting or whispering in church, Obviously, they were gossiping. She knew all the sins of all the church members, including their jaywalking, their eating with non-church people, and sometimes even gathering together with them and laughing with those who are not Christians. She just couldn't stand being around all that sin. Well, the pastor thought for a moment, and then he asked her to do something rather unusual. He asked her that during church the next Sunday, if she would take a glass of water and then walk back and forth at the back of the church three times while he was preaching. She reluctantly agreed to do this. Then the following Monday, after she had done her walk with the water, they talked again, and the pastor asked her a couple questions. Did you see anybody texting? Did you hear anybody gossiping? did you see anybody doing something that you thought was wrong while you were carrying this water? And to each question, she said, no, I was focused on the water. I didn't want to spill it. I had to concentrate on what I was doing. Pastor said, that's how we should be as Christians. Our focus shouldn't be on what we see in other people. And that's why Jesus said, follow me. He never said to follow other people or what they do or what they say or how they act. He said, follow me. And when we follow him, we grow and are strong. But when we spend most of our time looking at how other people are living, what other people are saying and doing, we get distracted and our faith will falter. Hebrews chapter 10 verses 24 and 25 says, Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near yesterday's episode was called yes he is still working it was the story of the west side baptist church choir and their regular choir practice night on this particular night all 18 members of the choir were late there were various reasons why and they were all legitimate excuses one had to rewrite a letter one their car wouldn't start and had to call another choir member to come pick him up which made them all a little bit late One just got wrapped up in a project they were working on, and the time flew too fast. And before they knew it, they were also going to be late. But you see, with all of them being late, they missed out on the explosion. Because precisely at 7.30, which was choir practice time, the furnace started igniting a leak in the gas line, which caused a massive explosion. If the choir had been there, they would all have been killed. You see, God is working to care for us, even when we don't know it he's putting things together in ways that we don't understand. We might be late for something because God's protecting us from something else. We don't know why all the circumstances happen in our day the way they do, but we can trust that God is in control of it all, and we can put our faith fully in him. Psalm 23 speaks to much of what we talked about this week, and I'll leave you with it today. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil my cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Have a great weekend, my friends. We will talk again next week. Thank you for listening today, and I invite you to join me Monday to Friday right here on Starting Right with Danny Mack.